This is Saturday, January 21st. We begin with a difficult question today. Have you ever given up on someone? Have you ever gotten to the place where you felt it was wise to walk away? Those are tough questions that seem may even seem strange to ask. Maybe it doesn't seem like a follower of Christ should ever do this. Are we not always to show patience and to give grace? Is it right to ever turn someone away from church or to ask them to leave a Christian fellowship? In this section of the book of Titus, Paul comes close to saying this. As he's talking about divisive and destructive people in Titus's community, he finally says this. To the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are corrupted and do not believe, nothing is pure. In fact, both their minds and consciences are corrupted. They claim to know God, but by their actions they deny Him. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything good. That's Titus 1, verse 15 to 16. Now, these are strong words, and here's why. Paul tells Titus this, Among the little growing church are a few people who do not believe in Jesus and are determined to sow seeds of conflict and division. Paul wants the elders of the new church to challenge them with sound teaching, but even then he knows some of them will not respond. Why not? He says both their minds and consciences have been corrupted. In other words, they have faulty thinking, and they're even doing the wrong thing, and this isn't even registering in their hearts. Paul is trying to tell Titus that not everyone has good motives. Not everyone will respond. Some may strike out against you, and they can hurt the fellowship. Again, this may be difficult to accept. Through the years pastoring, on occasion, someone like this will come into the church. The church can and should be such a loving place that they are welcomed right into the fellowship. But the person, at times, is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Here's Jesus warning the people of just this in his Sermon on the Mount. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? It's Matthew 7, verse 15 to 16. Yes, Jesus encountered people like this as well. For those that did not follow Jesus, there were a couple of different types. First, there were some that just walked away, like the rich young ruler that came to Jesus to inquire about eternal life. He didn't oppose Jesus. But he went away sad. And then there were those who became angry and challenged Jesus and opposed him. Early on in Jesus' ministry, a plot arises against him concocted by religious leaders and Pharisees who saw Jesus as a threat to their position and power. Most often, Jesus ignored them. Sometimes the point of his parables was to push them to see their hypocrisy and in so doing, to perhaps see the truth and come to him. Then on rare occasions, he confronted them openly. At one point, he called them whitewashed tombs, places filled with death that looked good. 
He also said they were a brood of vipers. Now, this wasn't nice, but it was true, and it was a needed word. Now, we hear this and see Jesus' mission did not include showing niceness to those who were evil. No, he knew that speaking the hard truth was the best way. And this is what Paul is telling Titus. He sees that the pure see everything is pure. Why? Their hearts inform their perspective. He's not talking about rose-colored glasses, but a grace-filled heart. And that's why some people can be easily taken advantage of. They cannot see the heart of the other, and they cannot see their motives either. But Paul says the corruption of the corrupt touches all that they are. The thief is most afraid that what he has will be stolen, and the lion is the liar is most concerned that he will be lied to. They see everything through the filter of their dark hearts. The person honest from the heart well doesn't see it coming. Hence Paul's strong warning to Titus. Beware. These people are corrupt. They don't believe. They're not going to be good for anything. Years ago, when our church had a disruptive person in our midst, a person sowing division, we brought in a Christian counselor that was an expert in dealing with situations like we were in. That person at our church was notorious and had disrupted churches wherever he had gone. He had hurt more than one church, and we were next. Of course, we hoped for peace and reconciliation, but the counselor knew that would just not be possible because of this person's heart. Our people were kind and gracious, and as a result were hurt all the more. And our leaders finally had to take a difficult stand to protect the fellowship. This was a man that didn't walk away sad. He had to be asked to leave. It was painful, but necessary. You can see Jesus as you read the Gospels, providing opportunity after opportunity, even to Judas. But his heart never changed. As we read these words from Ti- to, to Titus, it reminds us to pray for our church, for our elders, and for wisdom in shepherding the flock, and also, when necessary, protecting the flock. Let's pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, protect your church from disunity. By your Spirit, unify us in your grace and provide wisdom in the care and treatment of all those that join the fellowship. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.